I we talking about it once a month. So, you know, it's been stopping from very valuable. Feel like you believe I've been Yo, what's up, everybody? It's episode 17 of the Chronicles of Hoodie Craig podcast. I'm your guy, Hoodie Craig. Special edition episode today with y'all. Uh, gonna be talking to to the homie Donnie Druin from the Around the 412 podcast. Uh, we're gonna be talking some NFL talks, fancy football stuff. So, uh, without further ado, here goes the interview. All right, everybody, we are back. I got Donnie Druin on the phone. What's going on, Donnie? Yo, Hoodie Craig, man. Been trying to do this for a minute, and I'm glad we finally sat down and got this done. I know, it, man. I'm glad the timing finally worked out. Uh, fellow podcast host here with me. Uh, tell tell the people a little bit about your podcast and what y'all talk about on yours. Yeah, so we actually just started the brand new fantasy football podcast. Uh, so it's part of the around the four one two podcast. Uh, so it's a podcast based in Pittsburgh. Um, so a lot of like Pirates, Steelers, Penguins, stuff like that. Uh, so, you know, if you're in the name of the Pittsburgh sports teams, go check them out. Uh, you can find them on Twitter at around the 412. And then our podcast doesn't have like a separate Twitter handle yet, but I'm sure we'll get there soon. But yeah, uh, fantasy football episodes every week. Uh, just started, just recorded our third episode yesterday. And I'm kind of excited to see where it takes us. Yeah, I've got a chance to listen to your first episode. I haven't gotten around to the other two yet. Uh, Y'all made me want to go target Duke Johnson, man. Yeah, man, especially after Lamar Miller went down with the ACL injury. Uh, it doesn't look like that, uh, you know, that they're going to bring any more backups in. And, yeah, he looks like a man in Houston besides DeAndre Hopkins. Right. All right, well, since we're talking about the Texans, I, I didn't have this on what we was going to talk about. What do you, you think is going to happen with Clowney, man? Where do you think he ends up at? Man, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm hearing a couple rumors that you know he might go to the Dolphins, but apparently he's trying to force his way to Philly. But uh, the the good thing about Stavion's situation is that he can't be traded until he signs the franchise tender, aka they they basically got to trade him to a place he wants to go. Yeah, he holds and the leverage. Where, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, the, the, the way like the CBA set up for these guys, you know, understandably the franchise tag is kind of lame. Uh, you know, for them in that regard. But, I mean, we're, we're seeing guys, you know, it started last year at Le'Veon Bell kind of taking matters into their own hands. And, you know, we're seeing it with uh, Melvin Gordon this year. We're seeing it with Zeke. And now we're seeing it a bit with uh, Jadavion. So, you know, it's either pay me or trade me. And it looks like all three of those guys are kind of forcing the teams to put up or shut up at this point. Yeah, so that'll, that'll, that'll segue us into Zeke Elliott. Uh, I don't know if you know or not, but I'm a Cowboys fan, so – I'm kind of interested with your take. I know you're a Pittsburgh guy. Um, since you went through this last year with Le'Veon, and I know the situations are a little different with Zeke, but I feel that Dallas needs to pay him. Uh, you, I feel like they need to make him the highest running back in the league. Uh, I think he helps that offense go, obviously. We've seen the offense without him. Uh, I just – I think – I think the Joneses need to go ahead and make him the top running back in the league, get him in there. I don't buy the we just need him for the playoff talk. Uh what you what you think, man? Uh what what do you and what do you think about the running back position in general? Is it do you value it or do you believe they kinda like the dime a dozen? Uh, so 
I'm a I'm I'm start by saying that in general I generally don't believe in paying running backs as long as you have a really good offensive line. Uh, you know, example A of that was last year, whatever uh on Bell set out. James Conner came in, had a Pro Bowl year, tore everything up behind, you know, one of the best offensive lines in the league. Um, so like generally speaking, I'm not big on paying running backs. Uh the Patriots have three or four different guys they use that, you know, if you match those three or four guys up with one of the big guys like David Johnson or Todd Gurley, you know, they collectively make less money than that one particular running back does. But that being said, I think a guy like Ezekiel Elliott, you definitely do need to pay him. Uh, like you said earlier, we've seen that offense without Zeke. Uh, while it's not horrendous, it's not super pretty. Uh, I am a Dak, I am Dak Prescott fan. I think he's a good quarterback, but I don't think you can single-handedly win games with his arm alone. Uh, I think he definitely benefits from having a guy like Zeke taking 20 to 25 carries a game. And Zeke's not an average running back, man. Like, he's, he's built to handle that workload. He's one of the few guys in the league that can run through or run around you. Uh, he's a valuable pass catcher as well. He got, like, 60 or 70 passes last year. Uh, you know, he, he's just he's so valuable to that team. And it's, it's interesting you brought up Jerry Jones. Because he had came out and said that, uh, you know, they don't necessarily need a rushing champion to go on and win the Super Bowl. I'm like, well, that's true. Uh, the last couple of Super Bowls that man won in the 90s, uh, Ibbitt Smith was a rushing champion all three years. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's just kind of like, it's, it's a funny situation. Uh, you know, Tony Pollard looked great in the preseason game I watched whenever uh, the Cowboys put the Rams. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not Jerry Johnson kind of stick behind that. But, no, I I definitely agree. I do think that they need to pay him. I'm not sure about top running back money. Uh, I mean, if if they're paying him less than Todd Gurley from an organizational standpoint, that's phenomenal. But, I mean, obviously, Zeke is set on the higher price tag. Oh, he's definitely looking for that 15 per. uh, You know, that offense with with Cooper – and the emergence of Michael Gallup and what I think he can be this year. Uh I'm just I'm just I'm just not sold if they don't have Zeke back there, man. If if they don't have Zeke, that means they can key on Cooper and then you're gonna make Dak beat us with your with your arm. And like you said, man, we seen it that year Zach uh duh, can't stop. Zeke was suspended those few games. Like you said, man, it it wasn't it wasn't the most prettiest offense out there but uh they they got a great deal when they signed Jalen Smith if there's somehow some way they could sign Dak Zeke and Cooper to team friendly deals and have them all buy in on winning the championship instead of pay me the most money top in the league I think they'll win and man I I think they might get a Super Bowl in the near future if they're able to pull that off but they got to be able to keep that team together and that's a problem for drafting well too yeah, and that's that's the problem. That's kind of like the the catch twenty two. Just can find themselves in, or the players do as well. But, you know, they, they can either take a little bit less money collectively, go out and get a championship ring, or you know, on the same token, they can worry about themselves. Kind of set them up financially for life after football. Right. Uh, so you know, in, in, in that regard, you know, we've seen we've seen careers that snap of the finger. So you know, I I don't blame these guys for trying to get that money. I absolutely no. don't. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a problem with Le'Veon sitting out last year. No, go get your money, man. You know, obviously we're not going to pay you. Like, go and get your money. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's such a it's such a hard thing to do. You you really need like team oriented dudes to do that. 
But, I mean, Dallas, they have a top five defense in the league. Uh, you know, they have a franchise quarterback. They got one of the best running backs in the league. They got a super young, promising receiving court. They got one of the best offensive lines in the league. Uh, they they got a chance to get a W this season. Yeah, so it's going it's going to be interesting to see uh how it plays out for Dallas. Uh, then like you said uh, a minute ago, careers can end in the snap of a finger. And although he went out on his own terms, <laughs> Andrew Luck's career is over for the for the time being. Uh what do you think about the future of the Colts after that, man? Are you a you a, jo- a Jacoby Brissett believer or what do you think? You know, Jacoby, he he looked okay. You know, he's not he's not this like franchise quarterback to Colts kind of giddy themselves up on. Uh, but you know, he, he's not the worst backup in the league. So I I think they'll kind of take this year. Uh, they'll see what happens with it. I I don't think there's any like top quarterbacks coming off the market this year. Uh, so I definitely think they're gonna have to go to the draft and get a guy like Tua or you know Jake Fromm or Justin Herbert or somebody like that. But for the time being, I mean, Brissett's a, he, he's a bridge guy at best. And that's not a knock on him. But, you know, he, he's a good quarterback for what he's worth. Uh, but you know, he's not taking up to the playoffs anytime soon. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm a Jacoby Brissett fan, but I, I think he's one of the top backups in the league. But uh, this year, I mean, I said it on my last podcast I recorded. I mean, the Colts got one of the best GMs in the league. He's got that team built built for success. Uh I think he's going to get the right guy in there at quarterback. Uh, it'd just be interesting to see what route they go. Uh, I mean, I could see I could see them making some moves in the draft and going up and getting from from uh, Georgia because I I think he'd be the perfect game manager type person they need. Uh, so yeah, it's a. I tell you what, man, it's it's interesting. That was a bombshell. I I when that notification come over my phone, I could not believe it. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, I drafted Andrew like six hours before that game. <laughs> oh, man. In fantasy. And I'm, I'm driving to the movies and I get that. And I'm like, well, it, it's got to be like one of those fake Twitter accounts that just like tweeted it. So I go and look and I'm like, nah. I'm like, sure. <laughs> what, was, what was crazy was that Andrew Luck was at that game, the preseason game, and he had no idea anybody else knew. Right. Until he started walking off the field. And that whole stadium booed him. And what's your thoughts about that? How do you feel about that? Like, I initial gut reaction, I kind of, like, I get it. Like, hey, like, you're retiring, like, 10 days before the season starts. Like, you couldn't have done this earlier. So, like, from, like, an initial cult stand reaction, I understand it. But, like, you can't hate the man. You know, like, y'all, y'all let him take a beating. For so many years, he played behind a terrible offensive line. That man got thrashed every Sunday. Like you can't blame him for walking away. No, and, I, and man, and I'm sure the you know what he said, pain, injury, rehab, just a cycle. I'm sure that takes a toll on you, man. And if do you want him out there if his heart's not in it and he's not fully focused on the game? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just I, what we saw was the raw emotion of fans, uh, gut reaction, like you said. I think if they had time to sink in, and then it happened, I think he walks off to a uh, to a standing ovation from the Colts fans. But I get it too, man. Uh, 
I get it. It's just it it sucks because you know they was considered contenders for this year uh, with him coming back. But what's what the one thing we say about the Colts is if Andrew Luck can stay healthy, and he's hardly well, been healthy. That's all we've said the last four or five years. Right. Andrew Luck can stay healthy. Yeah, and you know, and they. They got a team, man. They just now they just gotta revamp uh and get the get the quarterback position back. Uh and I I one hundred percent believe in Chris Ballard. Uh I think he'll get the job done up there. So it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with, with them now, man. The storyline that nobody saw coming for the NFL. Yeah, definitely. Like you said, if, if there's any GM in the league that can kinda of wheel and deal to, you know, get another quarterback. It's going to be Chris Ballard. But, I don't know, part of me kind of makes you wonder if he wasn't thinking that through the whole offseason. Like, hey, like, I don't know about this year. You know, if if I'm not right, I might call it quit. You know, like, it, those kind of, those thoughts don't kind of just come overnight. No, you you're know? right. Uh, I think I did read somewhere that they knew for a couple of weeks that he was considering the decision to retire. Uh so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure he's already working working the phones, working working his uh, way too early draft board for for the upcoming season. With uh, and I mean, if there's a if there's a a draft where you need a quarterback, this one might be it. Unless you hold off two years and try your damnedest to get uh, Trevor Lawrence, but you're gonna have to give up a lot to get that pick and I doubt the Colts are gonna be that bad to already own the number one pick. So uh it's gonna be interesting, man. Uh I guess uh we gonna we we can shift to some fantasy questions. Uh since so you you the you're gonna be the, the Hoodie Craig podcast fantasy correspondent if you willing to take that on. Uh, Appreciate that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's some bio shit right there. <laughs> uh, all right, so everybody knows about the top, the top players in the in the fantasy drafts and all that stuff. I want you to give me some people. I mean, you can rattle off as many names as you want. One, two, talk about them however you want to do it. Uh, kind of some sleepers that you can find in the later rounds, whether it's guys just getting a new chance or some rookies coming in. Uh, Kind of. So, man, I, I, I guess we can start with the rookie train. I'm super high on the uh, Chicago Bears rookie running back David Montgomery. Oh yeah. Uh, traded Jordan, traded Jordan Howard away for basically nothing. Uh, drafted Montgomery with a super high pick in the NFL draft. Uh, you know, Howard's leaving back a lot of uh, a lot of touches for Montgomery to come in and take. Uh, Three Cohen, uh, obviously, it might scare some people still being in that backfield. Uh, but he's by no means a workhorse back at all for Chicago. Uh, so, you know, I, I feel like David Montgomery is a little bit better to handle a workload right now that Chicago would like to give him, kind of give Mr. Trubisky you know, a little bit of off pressure, kind of get him going during games. But, no, nah, Montgomery, he, he runs super north and south. He's a physical dude. He's fast. He can catch the ball. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I really value him. Uh, he's a guy you can get, like, super, super, like, halfway to late in your leagues, depending on who you're drafting with. Uh, if we want to go to the tight end position, if you don't get any of the big three guys, it's going to be guys like Kittle, uh, Kelsey, or, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, 
Zach Ertz. Kittle, Kelsey, Zach Ertz. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say Dallas Goddard. I'm like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the guy I've been looking at is going to be Evan Ingram for the New York Giants. Uh, Odo Beckham's gone. Uh, half of his receiving core is suspended. The other half is hurt. Uh, <laughs> you know, you got Saquon in the backfield. But other than that, uh, Evan Ingram's going to be the dude. Whenever he played a full season in 2017, he saw over 100 targets, and he was one of the best fantasy football tight ends. Uh, so, you know, he, he's got nothing but opportunity this year. And I, I think whether it's Eli or Daniel Jones throwing to him, you know, I think he's going to have a really good season. Uh, it's going to go a little bit deeper than that. Uh, I think Vance Donald might be a good pickup. Uh, super late in the draft. Justin James is gone, so, you know, it's the Vance Donald show. We mm-hmm. saw what he can do last year on Monday night when he stiff on the Chris Conti to the 10th layer of hell. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so, you know, there's a couple of like value guys you could probably target. Uh, I know for the receiver position, a lot of people are high on DJ Moore, the Carolina Panthers wide receiver. Uh, I, I definitely am as well, so I like him. And the super late sleeper is going to be Mecole Hardman, the Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs receiver. Uh, so he, he's Tyree Kill 2.0. So, you know, if Sammy Watkins goes down, which history suggests that he will, uh, I feel like McCall Hardman can step up and kind of burst on the scene, kind of like Tyree Kill did a couple years ago. Yeah, I I agree with you. Miko Hardman, man, he's they got they drafted him to replace Hill because they thought they was gonna have to get rid of Hill with all that stuff. So they that offense got a lot more dangerous. Um, yeah, that's about that's about all I got for you today. Uh, we uh, if there's anything else you want you feel you want you want to discuss about the NFL. Uh, well, I, all right, I got one more question for you, then we'll get out of here. You are. I think you probably already know what's coming. Super Bowl matchup, man. Who you, who you, who you rolling Ooh. with this year? You, you knew this to me. Okay. So, well, <laughs> I, I guess we can start with the AFC. Uh, you know, as long as Brady and Belichick are still linked up together, uh, I, I can't not pick them. You know, I, I just feel like every year we say, hey, this might be the year to kind of regress. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, his defense got a little bit better in KC, but I'm not so sure that Andy Reid can out scheme Bill Belichick in another matchup. So I'm going with the Patriots in the AFC, and then I got to go with the Saints in the NFC, man. I mean, just the top to bottom, one of the best rosters in that conference. And, you know, Drew Brees put the ball in his hands, anything can happen. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. I I I haven't really thought about it, so I don't know. Uh, I, I I might would have to agree with you, man, because I mean the Saints are they're due to get there, man. They've been so close. Uh, last year they should have been there. Uh, was that last year with the pass interference? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that city signed petitions. They threatened lawsuits. <laughs> everything, man. They were so upset. Yeah, because, man, that, that, I thought that was their year last year, man, and they come down to that bullshit. Uh, so, all right, man, I'm on. I'm on. We got to mark down. You Saints versus Patriots. You rolling with the Patriots to win? Uh, give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. I, I think they got a better Patriots. Okay, I ain't mad at it. I like that. I like New Orleans. New Orleans is one of the teams I I, I like. I enjoy watching. Uh, yeah, man, it's super fun to watch. I think I even won the Super Bowl for the last two years, but seven came through for me. But let me let me ask you a question, man. How do you feel about some Browns this year? I think they're gonna make some noise. I think they win the division. Uh, 
I think the addition of Odell with Landry and Joku, uh, as long as Nick Chubb don't go down in the first first eight weeks, uh, I, th- I think they can make some noise, man. I'm a I'm a believer in Baker. Uh, I know I know he rubs some people the wrong way, but I'm I'm a believer, man. I think he's got that. He's kind of got that it factor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the defense. Yeah, exactly. Like he, you know, he, he like watching him. He's definitely a dude where you understand why people hate him. Right. Like if, if you're playing, if you're playing, you want him on your team, man. But like you you need a guy like that at quarterback. So I'm definitely a better dude as well. Definitely. Uh, I don't know. I, I I feel like sometimes we like look at teams that have players in the offseason and we're like, oh man, they can really do some damage. Uh, you know, team, teams win Super Bowls on paper, and sometimes it just doesn't translate to the field. But, uh, dude, they look legit, man. They yeah. really do. And they, they got some people in the front office who are competent now. They know what they're doing. So oh, yeah. This this really might be the year Cleveland turns it around. I do, man. Uh, I, I, I think Baltimore is still a few years away. Uh, I think Pittsburgh, I think they take a small step back, although I'd never – count out Ben Roethlisberger uh Juju James Washington has looked like the next wide receiver that's coming out of there uh and then we saw we saw what James Conner did last year so uh, they're tough too uh I really don't know much about their defense this year Pittsburgh uh and then who uh, and then the Bengals are the Bengals I mean they, yeah, they, <laughs> they, still, still a couple years away. <laughs> we need to figure some things out with them. Yeah, uh, they—they're one of the teams that's going to be in the quarterback market with the new, with uh, Zach Taylor taking over. So, I—I th- think it, I think it'll be between. I mean, it's those three, but I, I still think Baltimore needs a couple more pieces. Um, I think I think I mean Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh, man. They're they're always there. They're always tough. I mean, they're. I mean, hell, <laughs> they. I, I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about them. I personally, I'm not a fan of them, but that's why I think we can we can have some in, interesting conversations throughout the year. Uh, oh, for sure, man. Yeah, you know, it, I, that's why I love the NFL, man. I know. You never know what's gonna happen. Now, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think the Browns definitely win that division. Uh, John Dorsey went in there and turned shit around quick, uh, and they just the. Everybody talks about adding Odell, but the the pieces they added on defense too. I mean, getting Greedy Williams in the second round of the draft, uh, Olivier Vernon uh, to go alongside Miles Garrett. I mean, man, it, it's tough. Now you got Greedy and Denzel Ward. I mean, Denzel Ward's a shutdown. Greedy Williams, I think, has got potential to be a shutdown corner too. So it's, it's going to be interesting. They do. I I I think when it would come down to it in the playoffs, like say they they faced uh, Kansas City or New England or even even Pittsburgh, man. I, th- I think experience goes a long way uh, with those guys. You know, KC's there last year. New England's there every year. Uh, Roethlisberger, he he he's got plenty of playoff experience as well. So uh, it's, it'd be interesting, man. I think I don't think there's really a cutthroat 
favorite. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, even I want I want Philip Rivers to get one badly. Uh, really? I like I like Philip Rivers, man. I do. Uh, but I just I just don't see. I just don't see him doing it. I mean, last year when they shut the Ravens down and Lamar, it seemed like they was going to get it, and then they just they fell short again. So uh, just a common common theme with with uh, the Chargers. So it's uh yeah, that's what happens, man. You, you play the Patriots in the playoffs, and they they make your first victory look like one of your Right. <laughs> so yeah, it uh nah I. It's a and then like you said, man. You know, one or two injuries can change the dynamic of the league. Uh, hopefully, we don't see see none of those major injuries this year. Uh, but I'm just I'm excited, man. I'm 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 ready. Like you said, man. I'm ready to see the Browns go. I'm ready to see what they're about. I'm ready to see Brady in year was it thirty? <laughs> uh, yeah, basically. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready to see if Mahomes can uh, be Mahomes again. Uh, of course, if he don't go for five thousand and fifty, people are gonna say he had a down year. Uh, so it, it it's it's I don't know, man. The AFC is definitely more intriguing than the NFC to me right now. Uh, before the season starts, so yeah, um, I, I have to agree. I feel like the AFC is a little bit more wide open. I feel like NFC, uh, at least like playoff wise, I feel like they have like the better teams. Like better quality teams in terms of like playoff quality, but yeah, dude, the AFC is wide open. So the AFC as well. The AFC got a really good teams. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you another. Question. Are you a Kirk Cousins guy? <laughs> uh, he, he's, he's a quarterback. I I wouldn't have paid him all that money though. But I mean, I, I understand you gotta you gotta pay the price tag for the franchise quarterback. He's not bad. You know, he's not some terrible garbage quarterback. But you know, I I I don't think he's the guy that you do the Super Bowl. I, I feel like he could have just went to the draft or you know, willing to yield yourself to a better quarterback than him. Yeah, I uh, I I I agree. Uh, I I I thought he was okay in Washington. I mean, he didn't want what was it eighty four million guaranteed or something like that. Yeah, man, he he secured the bag. Oh, definitely, he definitely. Uh, so yeah, it uh yeah, the the Vikings man, they're 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 uh, I think he's good enough to win with with that defense if it can play up to his potential, uh, especially if Dalvin Cook's back. You know, you got Diggs and Thielen. If he can't win with what's around him, then maybe he's not as good as we all thought he was. Or yeah, and, and exactly, he went to like a scenario where he got the defense to take him all the way. He's got, you know, Rudolph, Diggs, Thielen, oh, hopefully a healthy Dalvin Cook. You know, we kind of push him on the way. So, like, his work's been out for him. So, you know, it's a matter of just him stepping up and being a quarterback here's paid to be. Yep. So, all right, man. I won't take up no more of your time. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Finally, long time coming. Uh, ready to ready to get the season going, you know what I'm saying? Ready to Ready to talk throughout the season to you. Uh, about about what's going on, man, and st- storylines and all that stuff. So, hey, sure, man. Well, I, I appreciate you having me on. Like you said, we've been trying to do this for a minute. Uh, obviously, love your podcast, so I super enjoy it. So, hopefully, you can give people what they want. But yeah, man, I'm super looking forward to talking with you the rest of the NFL season. 
Yes, sir. All right, man. We'll we'll talk to you. All right, for sure, man. Take it easy. All right, later. All right, what's up, everybody? Hope you uh, enjoyed the interview with my man Donnie. We we had to record with some speakerphone because uh, I was running into some issues, but hopefully it, it sounded pretty good. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Before I get up out of here, I wanted I wanted to touch on this last time uh, that Dave just. Dave Chappelle special on Netflix, uh, Sticks and Sticks and Stones. If you haven't watched it, go check it out. Y'all got till I record next time, then we're gonna talk about it. But uh that that special definitely solidified him as a top five comedian of all time. Uh, I know people are probably gonna be sensitive and and whatnot about some of the topics that was discussed on there. But uh but if you haven't seen it, go check it out. We're gonna talk about it next week. Uh, episode 17 hope you guys enjoyed the interview i'm out of here man y'all godspeed